Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the 1023 Sale Podcast. As usual, this one's going to be brought to you by 1023Sale.com. That's where we sell parts. And if you're looking for parts for your 7.3 Power Stroke, we would appreciate it if you'd buy from us. That's what makes this possible. And I suppose the more parts people buy, then the more we'll be able to keep doing things like this. Maybe not. Honestly, maybe if we sold less parts, I'd be able to do this more. That's that's honestly probably the truth. But anyway, if you're looking for parts for your 73 Power Stroke, either buy them off our website or just give us a call. Because frankly, and this is what this episode is going to be about, there's no way for us to be able to guarantee a setup. But if you're starting from scratch or you've got a setup now and you're looking to spend some money, it's worthwhile to give us a call before you spend that money. Because it's very, very easy to fall for things you might read online or things you might read somewhere, listen to somewhere um, that aren't, that aren't going to get you to what you want. Because at the end of the day, everybody's setup's going to be different. So if you're interested in building your 7.3, give us a call, 1-833-773-1023, or check out our website, 1023diesel.com. All right, as for today's subject, today I just kind of want to talk about what it doesn't entail when you decide to build your truck, which I think doesn't probably get talked about that often. And I'll try to keep this short. I don't I don't want to make a big long thing. It's honestly pretty boring if it's just me talking and not everyone else. But there's there's any time you decide you're going to build your truck, if you're going to do injectors, if you're going to do a turbo, if you're going to do a transmission or gears, you need to have an idea of what your end goal is. Because realistically, like if you don't know what you want, then there's going to be no way that that you're going to be able to get the parts you need to get to your end result without either wasting a lot of time or wasting a lot of money. And so, what I, you know, we get we get a lot of um, we get a lot of build plans. So one of the things, one of the I guess services we offer, we don't charge anything for it, is you can fill out a, a build. Uh, plan for your truck. You put in all your truck information and what you're looking to accomplish with it. And then you can schedule a call with us and we'll go over, well, I will go over um, every bit of the build with you. And, you know, what I, what I find more often than not is that people are going to, you know, fill out the, the plan without really even knowing what they're wanting and so it ends up being, you know, at least a half hour, if not an hour, a conversation trying to figure that out. Like, what are you actually looking to accomplish? You know, what, what, how much money are you re- realistically willing to spend to get there? And, uh, and then figuring out what we need to do, you know, to either change that plan some, change the budget some, or, you know, scrap the whole thing together. I think coming into building any, any diesel, any truck, any car, but specifically with seven threes, because that's what I do know and understand. You have to have a realistic expectation of what your money is going to get you. You know, the sad thing is, like, you know, it, it's it's respectable to want to do research beforehand. It's definitely respectable to want to do research, you know, before you spend five to ten thousand dollars. But the problem is, the research you're going to do is on it's on Google. You know, maybe you'll ask a question on Facebook, and you know, I, I left Facebook months and months ago. I don't have the time to sit on Facebook and try to answer the same question, you know, 80 times a day. 
And so what that leaves is, you know, people like me that, that, that don't have time to answer questions properly. It leaves a bunch of people who, you know, maybe you'll get good answers, maybe you won't, but that's the problem. They're mixed in and you're not going to get, you know, a very good, legit answer to your questions simply by just asking. And same thing with asking on, you know, on Google, you could type it into Google and, you know, what are you going to find? You're going to find a hundred different answers with opinions. And, you know, a lot of the things that I may give, you know, day to day when we're talking on the phone all day is, you know, maybe it's just opinions of mine. Uh, I guess the difference is, you know, my opinions are based on, you know, thousands of trucks worth of experience. And so, you know, maybe that's not valuable to you. And honestly, if it's not, then you don't have to call us. You don't have to use us. You don't have to buy parts from us. You don't have to listen. It's, there's definitely, it's worth your time to try to get a decent answer. And, you know, one of the other things is we don't have a a great way of telling you, you know, I guess one of the most common questions is, you know, people are like when they're trying to decide how much power they want from their truck. Cause you know, packages, injectors, turbos, whatever, almost everything is rated by like a horsepower number especially injectors. Turbos are usually rated by like an injector size. Injectors are rated by a horsepower number. And then you find yourself wondering, well, how much horsepower does this tune make? How much horsepower do those injectors make? Or how much horsepower do these injectors support with that turbo? Like outside of just being like a comparison way of trying to like make you understand if you understood one parallel, what another one could mean, but it doesn't really make you understand like how your truck's going to drive when you go from 170 horsepower to 500 horsepower to the ground you know uh you find a wide gamut you know some people think like like you know oh surely you can make a tune that's gonna run just like stock you just turn those injectors down right or it's you know man i don't i don't i really don't want to you know go so big with those like 160 30s and the the pedal's going to be so touchy, I can't drive it. And, you know, when I'm making 400 horsepower. And, like, that's 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 the problem. It's either, like, a, a notion that's derived from a past experience or it's a notion that's derived from no experience at all. And both of them are inaccurate. And so I have no way of telling you, you know, how your truck's going to drive from tune to tune or with a certain set of injectors versus another because I can't explain that to you. I can't put that in words. I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know like how to answer the question realistically of like how much power does does somebody need or, you know, what injectors does somebody need? Uh, I can't, I can't answer that for everyone. And that's why I say, just call us and talk about it. Let's talk over everything. And I will try to find what the answer is for you. I, I think the thing that's important to know is that, you know, no, no matter no matter how big or small you decide to go, spending money on your truck to upgrade it, anything that's not stock, is not going to get you reliability in most cases. There's certain certainly scenarios I can think of where it, it would. Spending money would get you reliability. But realistically, for the most part, it's not. It's, it's, it's really going to just get you unreliability. Um, the most reliable truck, realistically, that you're going to have is your stock truck not touching it at all now it's pretty boring and you know mild upgrades um or even some bigger upgrades you know may net a little bit more reliability versus the 
injectors or the turbo or the transmission or the rear end or they have 200,000 miles on them, of course, replacing them with something that's good and ends up being good for a long time would be better. But sadly, new parts don't equal good parts. Freshly installed parts don't equal properly installed parts. And so it kind of creates this thing where, you know, people assume that because you spend more money means you have more better. And more money does not mean more better. It really depends on what you think more better is. You know, I guess a lot of our conversations, like a lot of things we talk about every day are uh, that, you know, you you can't go into building your truck with the expectation that, you know, dollars equals good, dollars equals better. And that's what this whole podcast, I guess, is about. Sure, take the time to do the research. But if you're going to research something, research parts. Don't research opinions because opinions won't get you anywhere. And I would say take the time to go find good information, which we have a lot of on our website. We're not perfect. There's people that have better things than other things that we don't. But I think, you know, injector-wise, turbo-wise, whatever, in, in general, we try to put a lot of time into giving good information on each product as best we can instead of just, you know, copy and paste descriptions. It's good to have good information going into it, like what parts mean, what parts are, what do injectors do, what does the turbo do? And then from there, try to figure out what is going to work good for you. You know, one of, one of the, I guess one of the common, you know, examples that I can give about like questions that really could just be answered with thought stage stage one or you know stage one and a half injectors so like a 160 30 or 180 30 versus like a 205 30 and i get a lot i got a lot of people that are interested in buying you know like a a 205 30 because they're so heavily promoted by other companies my argument against them is you're you're not going to move enough more fuel going from a 160 30 to a 205 30 let's assume it's the same it's not the same you can make more power with a 205-30 versus a 160-30. You definitely can. You have more capacity of fuel to be injected. And so if you extend pulse out, you could definitely make more power. The only the only two things that get fuel on the cylinder is going to be the injection pressure and the time that the injectors open on each event. So the pulse width and the ICP. So we're, we're, we're capped at one pulse width or with the uh, uh, injection pressure. We 3,000, 31, 3,200 on some trucks. That's, that's as much pressure, ICP, as we're going to be able to maintain and also be useful. And so you'll find that to be the standard. So after that, the only other way we can get fuel out is more time. I'm not going to get into the big discussion of it right now as to why this is, but we will not, for any reason, build a tune that if maintaining max pressure will run more than 4 milliseconds of pulse width. Especially on a single shot. On split shots, it's a little bit different, but because um, you have pilot injection. But on a single shot, that that's not reasonable to surpass that. And so the only reason for a big nozzle is to get more fuel out in a shorter amount of time. And so if you keep adding capacity with a fairly small nozzle, it eventually doesn't gain you anything. Which is why we get asked all the time too, like. Why do you why do you have a stage one and a half injector or stage one injector and you like specifically with full force injectors? Uh, why don't you have a one sixty zero or a you know one sixty thirty or a one eighty zero or a one eighty thirty? 
And the reason is because there is no difference, especially with a stock nozzle. There's no difference between a 160-0 and a 180-0, or if there was a 400 A code 0, there would be no difference in how that truck is going to run because we're limited by time to get the capacity out. So back to the, you know, hybrid 30s, the you know, 205 30s, 230s. I'm fine with the concept of them. And the reason that they're popular is because one, some people will run way more pulse than we will, which is stupid. If you want to get more fuel out, then get a bigger nozzle. If you really want that. There's no difference between a 160 30 and a 205 30 when it comes to power output that you're going to be able to notice realistically. Some people probably will. Some people will probably argue with that notion. I'm sure there'll be a form a form post on some forum tomorrow about this, complaining about it. Because somebody, you know, noticed a difference. There's also people who think they notice a big difference. It's worth it to put a you know an HPX on their truck, uh high pressure rail crossover. So that makes a lot of sense. They're popular for no reason. But anyway. My argument against two oh five thirties is if you're going to spend another 500 or $600 on a set of injectors to go from a A-code with a 30% nozzle to a hybrid with a 30% nozzle, then just buy, get tuning that's reasonable, don't run 5.5 milliseconds of pulse width, and then they'll be the same. They'll realistically be very, very close to the same. Save the $500 on the injectors, Get the 16030s. If you have an OBS and you need it, then just get a new high pressure oil pump too. The CNC fab pumps, the CNC fab stage one, it's $540 or something like that. It's fairly close. You get two parts for the same amount of money as the other one and you make the same amount of power. That makes a whole lot more sense to me. But maybe I'm wrong. I'm not, I can't be right for everybody. I mean, if you can get a new high pressure oil pump and new injectors for the same amount of money, if somebody else is going to spin on injectors, well, what happens when their high-pressure oil pump fails? Because realistically, if you have 250,000 miles in your truck, it's probably going to fail sometime anyway. Well, just get both for the same amount of money. That's my thoughts on that. And that's the kind of thing where, you know, I can't, I can't really put that information out there because there's no way to, you know, properly explain every single scenario for every single truck for every single person. There's definitely times where a 20530 makes more sense than a 16030. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I'm sure there is one. And I'm not against them inherently. Like there's definitely situations where they make sense. But for the most part they don't. And this is just an example of a very common question we get asked. So at the end of the day, like I said and I'll keep saying this over and over again, and I, I already said I'd keep this short, and I'm just probably rambling at this point. If you're looking to build your 7.3, the best thing you can do is call and talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. I, there's plenty of people who know more than I do, for sure. But there's also a lot of people that you might talk to that have no, absolutely no clue what they're talking about. And I, I don't, I, you know, honestly, I don't even mind it if you are going to a shop you know, somewhere and they're trying to talk you into parts and you're concerned about it. Just call me and talk to me about it. I have zero need to try to sell you something because some other shop didn't want to. I'm not, you know, and any shop owners that listen to this, you know, my job is not to take away your business. That is not the case. But I feel an obligation at this point for people who are spending, you know, 
three, four, five, ten, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars on a build on their truck to make them happy when it's all said and done. You know, I'm especially not dogging on shops because shops, honestly, a lot of you guys are the only ones who are going to make people's trucks run right when people who don't know what they're doing try to install parts. I, I just had a guy uh, last week that he had done a, you know, a build that we had recommended. It was 20580s uh, from full force. It was an irate T4 kit with an S364.5 with a 73 millimeter turbine and a 0.91 housing. And, you know, several other things, fuel system stuff. And he got it running and, and he had called me and said that he, he got it running and, you know, things are not running well. And so I kind of went over some ideas with him, like things to look at, things to check out. And then later found out he was having like smoke issues and like the truck was just shutting down randomly and a bunch of other stuff. I found out later that uh, this was after the aftermath of everything, that he said the truck was even rolling coal at idle. Like, he had mentioned it was rolling coal. He mentioned it was, like, smoking a lot, like, excessively, and also didn't have power and also didn't build boost, and so we're going through a bunch of stuff and trying to get data from him. But in that, in the meantime, he decided to keep driving it and trying to figure it out instead of trying to get data and figure it out. And, uh, and he ended up smoking his engine. But if you finished building your truck... And the truck has no power, and it is smoking, like rolling coal at idle. You should probably stop using your truck. I didn't know that part. And this is why I, I try to ask as many questions as I possibly can to help people, but I can't ask, I can't ask you every question to get every answer, you know, every time. And um, anyway, he lost an engine. He ended up, he washed out a cylinder. He lost all compression in one cylinder, in cylinder eight. Uh, and at the end of the day, it was because of Dorman harnesses. Now, I don't know why that is. I don't know if, you know, a couple cylinders were shorted together. So it was like holding, you know, one injector open. And so it was just using fuel pressure to dump fuel into that cylinder whenever it wasn't, you know, on a compression stroke. I don't know. I have, I don't know. And I, and I actually asked him to send the harnesses to me and I'd buy them from him and he had already returned them and, um, gotten motorcraft and all that. But you know, anything can happen. And so that's why, you know, being educated is worth it because, you know, obviously the guy's not willing to, he's not trying to cheap out. That wasn't the case at all. I mean, the guy spent, I, I don't know how much money on this truck. Thousands, many thousands getting this truck set up this way. And then just decided to replace the harnesses and went down and got them, not thinking anything of it. And now he lost energy. It, it's, it's frustrating because there's so many scenarios that could be problems that I'm not going to be able to diagnose every one of them over the phone. Like I had told him, you know, before all of this, before I even found out I was smoking at idle, he, when I found out that he was running dormant harnesses, that he needs to replace them. And this is what I'll tell everybody who asked me, if you have problems with your truck, or even if you don't, uh, but usually people call me because they have problems with their truck after they build them, and you put, you know, one piece Dorman or any brand that isn't Dorman but is made by Dorman harnesses, any of the one-piece harnesses, you know, with gaskets in your truck, uh, and you have runnability problems, you need to fix that first. Whether that fixes your problem or not, I don't know, but it definitely can cause them. Uh, you need to fix that first, and then we can continue diagnosing it. And that's what he knew too. And he he did end up changing him. It was just later that I found out that uh, about the other issues. And it's just it's sad to see. You know, and it's, 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 you know, maybe it, it's all just, it's ignorance because even I don't know how to answer every question, you know, and this is literally what I do every day. 
I, I talk about and spec out and build seven threes all day, every day. And I've done this for years. I still can't answer every question. And so I don't expect everyone else to. And this is, I guess this is why we have a podcast and why we have videos and why we have articles and, you know, why we talk on the phone about these things is because it's important, you know, hopefully if we can get the point across, eventually we can try to get a lot of people that would have made small mistakes that ended up with big consequences. We can hopefully make, you know, help save you from those things. That's, that's the goal, which is the point of education. So anybody who appreciates this podcast, if you can, if you're on iTunes, I don't know if any other platforms do it, but iTunes makes a big difference. If you can like it, if you can leave a review, I would really appreciate it because the more we have to keep saying the same things over and over again, uh, the less it's going to keep helping people. Like, you know, that's, that's one of the biggest reasons I left Facebook was because I felt like every day I would repeat myself and repeat myself and repeat myself. It just over and over and over. And, and, and it was the same things repetitively. Maybe a little bit different answer because of a little bit different question, but in general, it was the same thing constantly. And it felt like a waste of time. But at least in this format, you know, I can say things here and there and, and it can be worth it. And, you know, people can keep coming back and listening. And I'm going to try try to keep putting these on YouTube too and maybe, you know, hopefully catch a few more people there. And, and you know, I, I do want to, I do want to have guests on here, like people that from an educated standpoint talk about certain products that they make. Um, but I, I don't, I don't want it to be like a, like I said, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do sponsors. I refuse to do it. I don't need them and I don't want them. I want the point of what we're doing to be educational or enjoyable, hopefully both, for someone or everyone, depending on what the content is. And I, I, you know, the only reason I wouldn't want to have some people on here is because although they could give a good opinion, I don't want it to just be an opinion from one perspective. Um, Let's say we get somebody with, just an example, let's just say tires. Well, what I would, I mean, logically what I would do, and probably a lot of people could learn from it, is I would ask somebody who I know that, you know, has a tire company to talk about tires. You know, which ones work in the cold, which ones work in the wet, which ones work on trucks, which ones work for towing, uh, which ones work on cars, you know, whatever it is. You know, somebody that could actually answer these questions that I can't, you know, we could all sit around and talk with our buddies about what we think might be best or what looks good. But that doesn't mean we actually know the real answers and the science behind them. Uh, but the reason I, I, I have a problem with doing that is because I feel like if we do that, it's just going to end up being uh, somebody advertising for their company and then we might as well have a sponsor. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know. The only way we can really connect about this, if you guys want to call me sometime or shoot me an email, it's just dusty, D-U-S-T-Y, at one zero two three diesel.com dusty at 1023s.com uh, or give us a call or our phone numbers on the website you know maybe let me know if you're okay with me doing stuff like that because I, I i'm not other than like if that's what people want then i will i just don't want it to become some sort of like uh you know promoting for other people or promoting for anything honestly other than our own stuff which obviously that's just how we get paid so anyway on top of that Kind of a follow-up to our last episode. Uh, 
I hope you all are doing well, and I know we're probably a lot of us are following what's happening with the election. None of us really knows what's going to happen at the end of the day, but what I do know is that this country was founded on strength and leadership and freedom and our God. We're still here, and I think a lot of us, probably a lot of us that are in this scene, have much the same beliefs on most of these things. So, whatever happens, it'll be fine, and life will continue on. But I can tell you this this country does need many, many strong men willing to stand up and face what seems to be the inevitable. But I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys buying from us, keeping us in business. Appreciate you guys listening. And uh, if you haven't already and you do have a YouTube account, subscribe on YouTube. I would appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon.